Thank you to Fiverr for supporting this episode of Rogan Reasoned. I'm a lot of things, but one thing I am not is a sound engineer. So when it comes to editing my podcast episodes, I look to an awesome engineer I connected with on none other than Fiverr. As a small business owner, it is important to recognize when you need to outsource. By doing so, you not only free up your time, but you prevent your passion from becoming a pain. Visit the link in my show notes or head to www.lauraswanseekman.com and click on consulting to view Fiverr as one of my go-to business resources. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Rogan Reasoned, you guys. I'm your host, Laura Swan Siegman. First and foremost, I want to acknowledge that today is Memorial Day and offer my sincere appreciation and thanks to everyone who is serving and has served our country. I'm thinking of all of the families who have lost a loved one in the process, and this day really is theirs and their soldiers. Coming from a law enforcement family and serving as a police officer myself, I'm very aware that not everyone gets the long, easy weekend some of us do. There are plenty of first responders and service positions that keep our world running at all hours of the day and days of the year, and they deserve a special shout, too. It's hard to be away from your family and miss important events and fun occasions like this weekend. So if you are one of the lucky ones that has had a relaxing set of days away from work, you've grilled out with your friends and family or spent it on a boat celebrating the start of summer, I hope you fully soaked it in and appreciate that you get to do that. You get to do that because of someone else's ultimate sacrifice, giving their life for your everyday freedoms. And in a world where we've lost a lot of those over the past year, year and a half, It certainly feels good to celebrate what we do have and can do. Anyways, switching gears and moving into our topic of conversation today. Media kits. What the fuck is a media kit? Have you heard of one? Well, a media kit is inexpensive to create, easy to share, and can be an incredibly useful tool for your business. Think of it as a fancy resume menu listing, or mini-magazine about your brand. Intrigued? You should be. And if you're planning on growing your business, you're silly not to have at least one. A media kit, also sometimes called a press kit, is a term that comes from the pre-packaged set of promotional materials and information a company may create to disseminate to the media for a consistent, uniform conversation about their announcement or offering. That's a lot, right? Actually, media kits and press kits are technically a little different. One is more for short-term use, while the other is more for long-term use, the use of The terms have become so intermingled, however, that the meaning might depend on what industry you are in or who you talk to. But for this convo, they are media kits, because I think this term actually covers all the bases of how we can put one to use. These kits are still widely used in the media or press sense, but the idea has grown to be a lot broader for businesses today, especially now that so many more of us have a digital business footprint. 
we aren't just sharing logos, ads, and product specifications ahead of a big release, but rather our media kits today serve as a key part of connecting us to other businesses and clients and assist us in building a long-term relationship with our mark. You don't have to be a high-profile, Super Bowl commercial spot-buying conglomerate to need or use a media kit. Any business or brand, regardless of the number of people on your team, it can just be you, can use and should use a media kit. When developed properly, a strong media kit can showcase your professionalism and set you apart from your competition. Don't be surprised if a brand you're trying to connect with asks you for yours. You don't want to be left going, uh, what you want to say is, sure, I'll send a copy right over. Having one from the start makes you look a lot more credible. And with the tips I'll be sharing in this episode, you'll be able to create one that leaves an impression. Your media kit will help businesses and clients get to know you, and this begins building a connection with them. Connection brings opportunity, sales, and money. We all like to get paid in our business, right? Your PDF, the preferred file format for this kit, will become a bridge from you to your ideal client or brand partnership. A bridge to booking. First impressions really can be everything. So your media kit, which will be thoughtfully designed for its specific purpose with your branding aesthetic, will be the initial example of your work and capabilities. It's important to get off on the right foot in your business proposals and exchanges, and a solid media kit will help you do just that, especially in the very visual and very digital world we all exist in now. There are a bunch of people out there doing what you do, hate to break it to you, or at the very least something similar. How are you going to set yourself apart? Well, this is one of the ways you can. We'll dig into ways to use your media kit here in a second, but there are a couple side effects from having a well-designed media kit that will positively impact you also. First is, you gain continued communication from its use. Not only can you use it to capture emails for your own marketing purposes, but it is now in the hands of brands and clients for them to reference it whenever it's convenient for them or when they want to circle back to you on an additional project. You've equipped them with a tool to stay in touch. A media kit also saves you time. It can be very time-consuming to constantly develop pitches, explain what you do, detail what you offer, and steer people to your social pages. We begin repeating ourselves over and over and get into the bad habit of recreating our communication in really varied ways. By developing a media kit, you prepare consistent responses to these questions once. It completely streamlines communication on topics that are routinely touched on as a business owner. So what exactly goes into a media kit and how do you build a good one? Let's break it down. When you think of a media kit, I want you to think of a PDF document that consists of at least three pages. You'll see some with two pages out there, but that's often because they skip the title page. And I think having a title page is clutch. 
It's eye-catching and impression-making. It's the lube to the rest of the document. Don't come at them full force with a fuck ton of stats and platform usernames. Warm them up a bit for fuck's sake. If you're a bigger brand, have multiple offerings, or use a lot of white space, you may need more pages to your document. But don't make it a book. It's supposed to be a to-the-point highlight with information they need, not information that you think is fun or fluffy. Aim for three to ten pages for your kit. Your media kit needs to then be created with your brand aesthetic in mind. If your brand board is filled with neutral tones and cursive fonts, don't develop a document with neon colors and some funky block outline text. It makes zero sense. Hopefully you'd agree, but you'd be surprised at what people come up with. It looks like a completely different fucking business sometimes. Make sure it matches who you are and what your business follows. It also must contain some type of visual, whether that be your headshot, an example of your work, or an image that matches the mood of your brand. Again, we live in a very visual world, and creative content is at the fingertips of the person you're talking to whenever they want it. Long gone are the days when Times New Roman font on white paper is going to showcase your best self. It has to include something to catch the eye. A visual photo, chart, icons, something. Give me something. Also, please leave some negative space. Do not fill your pages with 50 different photos. Squeeze so much text in that you're forced to use a 5.5 font size and put things where they don't flow. Make it a page or two longer. Space it out and leave some room for your reader to not feel overwhelmed with the page. Hell, I feel overwhelmed just thinking about a page like that. Additional support for this episode is brought to you by Prism CBD. I've been using Prism CBD for over a year now, and guys, it has been a game changer for me. Running multiple businesses and being my own boss is amazing, but it comes with added stress and anxiety. After using Prism CBD's Blood Orange CBD Oil Drops, my favorite, I find that I can relax, focus, and be more productive than if I kept riding the entrepreneurial, emotional roller coaster all day. Snag your favorite Prism CBD flavor at www.prismcbd.com and use code LSS20 for 20% off your first order. All right, now for the contents of your media kit. Page one, your title page. If you can, combine an attractive visual, your eye-catching brand fonts, and who the hell you are. It's a title page for a reason. It needs a title. And that title should help them identify what they are about to read. Name yourself, your business, and what this document is all about. It's okay if it says, Laura Swan Seekman and Media Kit on it, for example. But know that media kits are not just for the media these days. The lines can be blurred and it can also be a service brochure, an event packet, or whatever else you need it to be. Get creative and identify how you can best use a pre-made, consistent document in your businesses every day. 
But so that we stay on the same page, dad joke, for this conversation, let's just pretend it really is for pitching a brand or media use. If we are working with a three-page document, I would use the second page to quickly say hi and give a brief intro about you and your brand. Highlight your vision, services, offerings, and why they are reading this right now. Are you asking them for something? Are they considering you for a long-term partnership? Are they going to hire you? Address the elephant in the room. Again, keep it concise. We are all busy people. Get to the point and make sure you proofread and edit. An attractive media kit can completely tank because of poor sentence structure and random misspellings. Also, include a small visual here if you can. Perhaps your logo, a photo of you, or an example of your work. The third and final page, again, presuming we have a simple three-page document, will be your call to action, your contact information, and your social links. Make sure your last page answers this. What's next? Tell them how they can take the next step. Explain exactly where they can contact you. And direct them to your social media platforms so they can stalk your other amazing work over there and hopefully follow you long term. If you're opting to include a bit more about who you are and what you offer, your additional pages might include broken out descriptions of services, products and offerings, client testimonials and their headshots, employee highlights, sample menus, literally whatever you need. You may also want to consider leaving your social stats, your number of followers, views, page visits, etc., for quick, straightforward reference or other numbers that might help your reader make a decision. Annual revenue, the number of projects you completed in the past year, the number of words you've written as an author, or simply your rates. You can be serious with it or a little clever and playful. A case study or some other examples of your work, written or visual, could also be worth highlighting. You can talk the talk all day long, but can you walk the walk? Show whoever is reading your media kit that you can put your money where your mouth is with a strong example of your brand and business talent. For small businesses, I highly recommend creating your first media kit in Canva. I'll include a link in the show notes for you to quickly access this platform. A basic account is free, but I think the paid pro account is so worth it. It's really not very expensive either. You get a ton of templates, design tools, stock photos, fonts, and more to work with. Like anything in life, it takes a little practice to make the most of it, but you definitely don't need anything close to a graphic design degree to create awesome materials. Once you've developed a media kit, save it as a PDF to your computer. If you're using Canva like I suggested, it'll give you options to save it as a standard PDF or a print PDF. Print is very high quality, but it can be difficult to send in an everyday email. I'd suggest going with standard. It is still amazing quality and you don't have the headache of attachments not working or uploading properly. Now it's time to use it. How you use it will vary depending on how you built it and what purpose it serves in your business. 
One of my media kits is geared more towards travel destinations I'd like to partner with, while I have another media kit that is focused on sponsorships for my podcast. I have a basic email template I've written for each, and I send them out with different frequency and to different places. You can also feature your media kit as a downloadable document on your website and use it to capture emails. This way, you're not giving the milk away for free and you've clearly established a means of follow-up with whoever downloaded it. So prompt them to enter their email address and then provide a link to your document or set up some type of automatic email reply that has it attached. This also works if you're bending the media kit rules a bit and using it as sort of an informational freebie tool for your business. Maybe you've highlighted what you do, but you're giving them a worksheet or a brief lesson on something in the document also. Get creative with how you use it, and don't be afraid to create more than one. It's a little work up front, but it saves you a ton of time in the end. But if creating a media kit sounds like more of a stressor than a stunner, don't hesitate to reach out directly to me. I love working with all my solopreneurs and small business owners on developing strong brand materials for their business. Just message me and we'll chat to see if we are a good fit to work together on your media materials. If you didn't know what the hell I was talking about at the beginning of this episode, I'm hoping that I'm going to be leaving you a little wiser. And if you did know but hadn't pulled the trigger on one, hopefully you're feeling more equipped to do so now, or at least know how to contact me if you want me to do it. (laughs) If you are enjoying these episodes, please leave a five-star rating and review and share Rogan Reason with all of your friends, fellow badasses, and entrepreneurs. It helps this podcast and community grow and is so, so appreciated on my end. So thanks for chatting with me today, and I will be back next Monday with a brand new episode. Talk soon. To learn more about me, your host, and the Rogan Reason podcast, visit www.loraswanseekman.com slash podcast and follow along on Instagram at Rogue Reason Podcast.